0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: After reflecting and
0: analyzing
1: on... Uh... On how that uh, played out, um, I would have done some things differently. Uh, getting an opportunity to do, think about it uh, through the night, and do some doing some analyzing. I didn't do the that needed to be done to put our guys in the best position uh, to win the game. There are lots of in a football game that uh, can affect the outcome. And uh, I didn't you know I didn't do my best to help us win yesterday. You know, I didn't do my best to help us win yesterday. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons Podcast. My name is Rock and I'm riding solo this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Q and Hoop who are normally here with me doing the show are on holiday vacation i'm assuming turkey day doing the family thing so i hope you guys are having a good time enjoying some well-deserved rest and uh, festivities but um so it's just me man the Lone ranger riding solo so uh thought i would do something different this week everybody since uh the uh Hoop and Q were not here. I thought I would try a different format. So um, this week, since we're going to talk about this Cleveland debacle, um, I thought that we would just do good and the bad and the ugly, and we would take it from the uh, voicemails that we got. We received a lot of voicemail voicemails from all you guys out there talking about uh, your take on the whole the falcons the uh the cleveland game and mike smith so i thought that what i would do is i would give my good bad and the ugly i would uh play the uh, voicemails and i also did a uh quick uh fan reaction after the after the game with uh rama who you have guys may, or may have not heard on the show before she's a previous guest and a good friend cindy and uh they were here so we decided to do a um immediate reaction so i'll probably play that so uh sit back you know and sit tight and we're gonna go through this and hopefully it'll be a good show and then next week we'll have uh the boys back we'll see what You know, what we can talk about with the uh, next game we have coming in, which would be against the Arizona Cardinals. So, uh, hopefully, you know, something good would come out of that. So, all right, guys, I'm just going to start off with, uh, with the good and bad and ugly. So, let me just start with the good. I mean, what little bit of good we do have. But... There's a little good, believe it or not. And my good is we're actually still number one in the NFC. You kidding me? If you want to believe that shit. Bullshit, motherfucker! You know, (laughs) uh, the Saints lost Sunday night, so uh, we're actually ahead of them. And we're number one. Huh? Hey, I can't even make this stuff up, man. This is like one of the worst seasons ever for the nfc i mean it's like who can suck the worst i mean we don't even nobody wants it so uh yeah so our record is actually tied with the uh when law's record is tied with the the saints and the panthers and tampa bay you know they're stinking it up as well so uh i guess that's kind of a good you know kind of a glass half full scenario so uh, that's pretty much all I have anything good on this show now for my bad my bad man is the whole coaching staff and the whole team I'll just say the whole team and coaching staff as a whole I mean it seems like everyone was confused out there dazed and confused like uh, they said in the AJC Orlando uh, Ledbetter had a good article about it, and he called it Dates and Confused. It seems like our entire coaching staff didn't know what was going on. Uh, and they were just in a daze. The players were totally confused, and you can definitely see that with everybody. And, um, you know, it was, it was just an unsettling thing to see. But mostly, it fell on the coaches. I mean, the players, they really, they had they showed some hustle, and, you know, some good plays were being made. The defense kind of, you know, hung in there outside of those awful missed tackles that they had. But as a, as a whole, you know, it was what we come to expect from the Falcons, you know. But so I'm not for this week, I'm not going to really, you know, hone in that much on individual players, you know. I mean, sometimes I, you know, y'all know why I, I never let up off Core Bierman and, uh, you know, we're, we come down hard on uh, Stephen Jackson, but Stephen Jackson, you know, he does what Stephen Jackson th- does, and we've come to expect that. Roddy White, you know, Roddy had a pretty decent game. Julio, you know, Julio, well, on Julio's defense, he was sick, you know, so he's trying to get back healthy. So, I mean, I'm, you know, as a whole, the team, you know, even though they lost and made some bad mistakes, I'm not going to really... I'm just going to give them a bad for that as a team. Now, this brings me to my ugly. Now, on this show, I'm going to focus in on a certain person on this, (laughs) on this, my ugly this on this show. You know, we're going to have to talk about Mike Smith here. And uh, let me see what's a good place to get. Let me walk over here. Maybe I I need to go into the mind of Mike Smith and, you know, and uh, see Maybe I can get a better understanding of this man, so let me walk in here, and, uh, oh, okay, there it is, there's a a little door, maybe I can go in, let me open that, all right, whoa, it's kind of wet and damp in here, and (laughs) a little foggy, or is that smoke? Yeah, and it kind of reeks of ass and desperation in here, some cobwebs, but, um, Alright, I'm inside the mind of Mike Smith right now. So I just do not understand what's going on. Now for my ugly Okay, I'm gonna for my ugly, of course, it's Mike Smith. No, Mike has been with the Falcons now for about five years and he's made us a winning team for the majority of that time. He's brought us from the the, all the Vic scandal from the Bobby Petrino issues when I mean, we were just you know a bad bad situation here in Atlanta and he came in and he kind of you know implemented his plan and it pretty much brought us back on the, ma- on the map and I think everybody out there can agree that you know we, re- we really needed that boost he really brought a lot to the team and to the city and I can say that everyone pretty much you know loved Smitty what he's done, we almost got there we've been to the playoffs twice just can't get over that hump but our past two losses that we've had, they're unexcusable and it, mostly because of time management man, it's coming back on time management and that's what a coach is supposed to do I mean he may not be able to see everything but he should be able to manage the time and to put us in a winning situation and we all know that that didn't happen, not at all I mean, you know, we can't blame anybody else about this game. We say we could have, Devin Hester could have did, you know, stayed in bounds or made a better catch. Steven Jackson could have ran it, you know, got those additional yards we need to get the, the, the ex, you know, get past the third down. But, you know, even when your team has been playing like that, you got to be able to manage this clock. And you cannot do this twice. Do it once on a national stage in London. And then come back here Two more games in and a game you were supposed to damn win and do it again Lose this game because you didn't know what to do and you freaked out and call a BS time out I mean, what is that man? Ugh, I mean, it's just ridiculous I mean, uh, it, Don't get me wrong now, you know, it gives me. I don't feel good about talking about Mike like this because I like the guy He's very likable. I don't know him personally But he's very likable, you know, and he has a great attitude, and he seems like a good person. But, I mean, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt for so long. You know, well, we just had a bad thing last year. We got rid of some key guys that we shouldn't have. But they're going to turn this thing around. But, can't defend you anymore, Mike. You got to go. You you know, those are bonehead mistakes. You can't do a back-to-back bonehead decision-making you got to get it together, baby. With, you know. I mean, okay, some of you might be saying, you know. Yeah, he had a bad game. But he's constantly having bad games from here on out. I mean. So, that that excuse, I think he put the nail in the coffin for himself. uh, Pretty much in that game with that bad call that he made. I mean, at the end of the day, it always falls down on the coach. Especially if you call in timeouts and clock management. I mean, what he's done... You know, twice in one month is ridiculous. But you can't blame anybody anymore. You can't blame the players. You can't blame, you know, anything. You apparently you have to look in the mirror and say that, uh, you know, I blown two winnable games that we could have. Two games we were supposed to win, and because of bad decision making from the coaching staff. You know, we lost those games, you know, and they were important games. So, I don't want to say it, y'all, but uh, Mike Smith, he's got to go. That's my ugly, my ugly little rant. You know, I'm switching gears to Mike Smith. I still like the guy, but it's time for Mike to go. Finish out the year. Give him his severance package. Mike, you got to go. So, uh, I've just, my good, that was my good and bad. and Ugly... I'll play the voicemails that we got and you can hear everyone else's good, bad, and ugly. And I'll also play the immediate fan reaction that I had with uh, Rama and Cindy. So check those out. I'm going to play those now for you.
2: Man, this is your boy who is calling in with my good, bad, and ugly. Well, the good, I'll start that off. We're still in first place. Go ahead and cue the Gap Band music from last week. Okay, now that's done, we're still in first place because the division so bad. 4-7, and seven, things lost again, so we still got the tiebreaker. So, one more week, we're still in first place. Also, one of, good, one of the good points was the defensive secondary had another game with uh, multiple interceptions. Uh, three picks off Brian Hoyer this time. The bad, losing at home in the fourth quarter. This is a no-can-do. I mean, especially since, you know, we're talking about playoffs at this point. Playoffs? got to take care of your backyard. Also, we still haven't beat anybody outside of the terrible NFC South. If you can believe that. I mean, like I said, division is so bad, and you know, I guess that kind of speaks for itself. The ugly. The decision-making of Mike Smith. Calling timeouts in the fourth quarter, you know, as you're driving, leaving time on the clock... Not a good thing. What are you thinking, Mike Smith? Are you trying to write your own ticket out of here? I don't know. Also, Julio Jones. Where are you, man? You're, this is the year you got to prove yourself as the number one, staying healthy, putting up the big numbers. It seems like you're just taking a step back, you know, and I've been in your corner all season. Julio, step it up, man. That concludes everything, man. So I'll holler at y'all boys next week. Happy Turkey Day. Peace. Yo,
3: this is feeling sexy in the APL. calling in for the What's Up Talking show. Uh, Sorry, couldn't make the show this week, but I'm gonna give you my good, bad, and ugly. You know my good is gonna be, you know, Roddy White. You know, doing this thing on Sunday. You know, uh as always, don't you know, balling out. Uh, of course, my uh my bad is gonna be the loss. You know, of course we should have won that game, but you know. Mismanagement of the time uh, of those uh, those last few minutes of the game uh, kind of gave the game away for us. So that's gonna always be bad. I mean, that's not the first time we did it this uh, this year. So you know that that's, that's a bad bad call on us on the last seconds of the game. Uh, my ugly gonna be Mike Smith making that decision to call that time out at the end of the game when we should be holding the clock down. Um, it's just been, you know, the, the same story, you know, all season long with this coach. So, come on, five drives up. Peace.
0: Hey, this is Becky, and I've got my good, bad, and ugly from um, Sunday's game. So, first of all, my good. Uh, I actually thought it was a pretty good game. I was completely enjoying it. And um, until that bullshit timeout. And my other good is I really did like the cheerleaders camouflage outfits. Oh, shoot. Super cool. My bad for Sunday's game was hands down that bullshit timeout. No doubt about it. And my ugly for the game was, um, had to be Mike Smith not having an acceptable explanation for calling that bullshit timeout and I'm I'm actually going to add another category to the good, bad, and ugly and um, my my new category is the amazing and the amazing is that the Falcons are number one in their division after all of this. I, I don't even know how that works but at any rate I'm dubbing it the year of the pig pull. If you don't get it, look it up. Go Falcons. Oh, did
2: I do that? Hey, what's up, Falcons? This is Bradford
1: Rogers from the multimedia ninja.com. And my observation, although I'm sure I'm not the only one observing it, I'm going to observe anyway. Uh, Smitty's time management the other day has sealed his fate, unless I'm badly mistaken. Keep up the good work.
4: Okay, so the question is, Mike Smith, should he stay? Should he go? Um, fuck yeah, get out, leave, bye. Oh, you know, he's a nice guy now, don't get me wrong, he's a stand-up coach, everybody loves him, or whatever, whatever, but you know what, he has just fucked up so many times, like we gave him so many chances, like, oh, I don't know, like last season, the whole freaking season, right? Well, yep, this season is done, and I can't even believe we're in first place, what the hell? It's a sad, sad day for our division. But, yes, he needs to go. Hey there, what's up, Falcons? Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for everything you're doing with the show. This is Rama calling, or should I call myself Rama the Lover, because Joe the Hater needs a little bit of a counterbalance. Um, I'm all about love when it comes to the Falcons, Uh, Despite our abysmal season, I still love my Falcons, and I love the fact that after moving to Atlanta um, 20 years ago, these guys gave me a home team to root for. Now, (laughs) was it the best home team? (laughs) No, no. But at least I had a home team coming from Richmond, Virginia and coming from an art uh, university. I didn't really have a, as a fan of football, I didn't have a team to root for. And I'm glad that the Falcons have given me that. And I want to uh, give you guys my personal take on the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm calling the ugly this week the absolutely ugly. Um... Starting with the good, though, uh, I do believe that it's an interesting thing and and a good thing that we're experiencing this uh, winning by losing aspect of the season. I don't think it makes anyone feel all that great, particularly the players. But I feel that it is interesting to be a part of such a phenomenon uh, to where a losing team you know, particularly with a 4-7 and record, can actually be the leaders in their division Um, after, you know, 11 games into the season. Like, you know, you're pretty far into the season. It's not like they started out well and then had a backslide. So uh, winning by losing, addition by subtraction, whatever it is, I'm happy that we're still number one in the division and still in a position to actually turn things around. Uh, As I mentioned last week, I was looking forward to seeing what they were doing with turning things around, which they haven't quite quite done it the way that I was picturing it. However, we are still number one, so I'm looking forward to holding that position going into our game this week. Um, Another aspect of good that I want to point out is that I do think it was good that we played a tight game. We weren't in our usual finesse style, to where we were in control of the game at all times, but we actually looked like we were trying. And I do think that that is (laughs) very much a positive thing. We played in in a scrappy style, but you know, and there's always room for improvement, which that brings me to the bad, which I think the bad part about this game, I mean, there's obviously always room for improvement with this team, I saw a ton of drop passes. I saw Matt Ryan throwing a bunch of times into double coverage, which, you know, looks pretty impossible from my perspective for the receivers to get a good um, angle on the ball to even catch it. I feel like there were a lot of missed opportunities on defense. Um, A lot of times our our defensive players looked like they were sort of like in Bugs Bunny action, like the legs were moving, but they weren't getting towards their tackles, they weren't finishing their tackles, and they definitely weren't closing in on the quarterback with the type of speed that they should have been. Now, the ugly, which I'm calling the absolutely ugly, was occurred in the last 55 seconds of the game. The horrific clock management, at the very end, um, when it mattered the most uh, to call a timeout to, I guess, Set yourself up for you know this the best third and two play call you can imagine, which honestly everyone knew it should have just been a run up the gut up the middle and get what you can burn some time off the clock force them to take a timeout. To me, when it mattered the most, um, that was the absolute worst, ugliest offensive play call of the season that I've seen. Um, even you know the fans knew what needed to happen. That just needed to be a very predictable play. It didn't need to be what they were trying to make it into uh, because we haven't proven throughout the season at all that we can catch the the kind of pass, you know, that was actually called at that time. And I don't, I'm don't, i not sure, you know, if Matt Ryan has any control over changing the play at the line or not, but honestly, if that had been put in my hands, I would have said, uh, okay, Steven Jackson, here you go. Uh, throw your six foot three body forward and, and get us two yards. You know. Um, anyway, so that that's all I have to say. Uh, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen this week. I'm sure it's going to be very interesting and entertaining as it has been the past couple of weeks. And uh, my special message to Joe the Hater is, Joe, I love you, man. Peace. Yo. What's up,
2: man? This is Mark, and I just want to give a quick message about the South East. I just want to say I think it's time Smitty is let go, especially after watching the Cleveland game. It was clear that despite all his efforts, he must go. It's embarrassing that that's how we lose a game. That's not how much Southampton football should be. We need some new leadership. Anyway, that's just my two cents, and I will... I'll let your leader. That's a good show you all have got. Peace. Hello, Falcon faithful. I know you guys are pooting and crying and pouting, but let me tell you something. Joe Hader says that's the way y'all play. Y'all got you guys might not ever get a win, man, for the next three weeks, because now y'all got to deal with Arizona, Green Bay, and Pittsburgh. So y'all's next victory might be from a month from now. (laughs) Yo, that's how y'all roll.
0: Falcons
1: known as a dirty pig. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. This is a immediate after the game podcast because we have to talk about it. I'm joined with the one and only you guys know of uh Rama. Rama's been here once before and we have her back. How are you doing, Rama?
5: I'm doing great. What's up, Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> and may God, I repeat, God, what's, up? what's what's up, Falcons?
1: <laughs> and we're joined by Cindy. What's happening, Cindy? Cindy's going to tell us what she thinks about this whole mess.
5: Time out for what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that sums it up, everyone. All right, ladies. We all watched the game today.
5: Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, it was crazy. We thought, you know typical falcons game we st- we come out strong but we're not you know totally happy or convinced what's going to happen until after the had to- after the halftime and then once the halftime comes over game starts over again the real game starts the falcons start to fall apart and they become so they get so close and disappoint us and this is another example of that so what are your thoughts on what you guys saw today? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
6: you know, I thought after watching, I thought, gosh, maybe they're an evenly matched team, but are they an evenly matched bad team? <laughs> yeah.
5: I don't know. I mean, I feel like we we started the game four and six. Correct. They were six and four. I kind of feel like you can meet in the middle and yeah. be both be kind of average 50 50 type teams but today we showed that our planning and preparation especially for a home game Mm -hmm. was terrible
6: (laughs) yeah it wasn't like it was you know anyone's game to be had right it was it was well I mean it actually was anyone's game to be had
5: because I'm no one that- took control no of the game. No one took control of this game. <laughs> I mean they had control because we didn't take control and we had you know we had the advantage of our fans being there. And actually they didn't really show up. I mean they did show up right. until the end and I right. I'll, I'll give them that because they were trying to help yep. us at the very end of the game but we were in our house our house, the game plan should have been set. It, everybody knows the field. Everybody knows the routes. Everybody right. knows the exact position they should be in. And they weren't acting like that. They were acting like the Bad News bearers, like they've been doing all season.
6: Yeah, we were in our house, and somebody left the back door open, and the windows open, and even yeah. the front door. I, I don't think
1: <laughs> anything, anything was closed. Well, I mean, okay, that's normal, but this game... We were very close with this. The players played their hearts out. The defense was atrocious. The Our defense was, like, disgusting. And they really were a major reason why we lost this game. But they kept us in it. You know, it wasn't like a blowout. It was within a, a few, uh, you know, a, 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 a score. But it came down to bad time management.
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the last, like, 50 seconds of the game is what lost the game for us, and that's really unfortunate. 46 seconds. 46 seconds. 46. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But um, we... I mean, they play that hard. Everyone's trying. It's like, you know, we're a 4-6 and six team, and we're trying. We're keeping ourselves in the game. Mm-hmm. And I am proud of them for that part. Mm-hmm.
6: And there's something to be
4: said about that. But...
6: But why do we always have to keep ourselves in the game? You know, it's we're just... Right, because we're never at the advantage. But the that's the
5: fine. So that's not our role this season. But, like, who is calling a timeout? You know, at the, I mean, that was just such a... Yeah, thank you. It was a misplaced timeout, and why did we do that? I mean, what was the reason? I want to hear the specific reason why that was called.
1: Exactly, and that's to address what's really going to be addressed this entire week. Who made these calls? It came down to coaching. This is not looking good for Mike Smith.
5: No, this is the NF freaking L. (laughs) And, like, if you, you know... Not for losers, NFL. Well, I mean, not for losers, that's right.
1: <laughs> it's not, but...
5: <laughs> but, I mean, but it is and it isn't, I guess. But but for us, though, like, why do you even make that call? You're at a somewhat of an advantage. Right. Yeah. But the thing you have to look at is they have three timeouts. So right. you're trying to make them use those timeouts.
1: Exactly. You know,
6: and at it, that point of the game. And so what? Right into, we just needed two yards.
1: Right.
5: It's like you said, Rama. I mean, Stephen Jackson could have been handed the ball potentially. And, run and he through. had a
1: great game.
5: Yeah, he, he was, did. He, as far as what exactly. he needed to do that game, he did
1: have he a great good. game. Those yards, those those short yards that we needed to get those downs, Stephen was pretty much doing it.
6: And he yes. hammered it in. He hammered it in.
1: Exactly. Every time. So it's like the coaches are like confused on what they're, what, what's going on. We're sitting at a bar watching a game, and we're all saying, what's going on? Why are you calling the timeout? We can see what's happening. But apparently, if the coaching staff is not seeing this and making bonehead calls like that, there's an issue. There is. And, and
5: I I felt like there's been since, like, probably year year three of, of Mike Smith coaching. I mean, we as a team reached our apex, I think like in the, it was the fourth or fifth year or fourth mm-hmm. year that he was coaching. Yeah. But we were lucky because we had awesome coordinators and, yes. you know, awesome, like assistant coaches. Right. And that hasn't been the case like the past couple of years. And right. I mean, you start to see like what the downfall of not, you know, having that kind of crew, you know, not the players, but just this su- is support staff. Right. So, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I feel like if they fire Mike Smith, it's going to have to be a... And, and Dimitrioff, it would have to be a complete retool.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that That's that's a given.
5: But, I mean, well, let's talk about who it would be if they brought in another coach. I think that's something interesting to ponder.
1: Well, no, I've, I've heard people talking about San Francisco's coach is... They're not... I mean, there's some issues going there that he may be looking...
5: Harbaugh might be better suited for Atlanta because we're right. not bad boys like necessarily. Right. You know, I think right. this might be a, a coachable team. Like, for yeah, him. for
1: him. I mean, they they won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Well, isn't? I thought he was a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, no. No. no, no, he's no. not. Yeah. But he got they came him very there. close. Yeah, they came
5: very close. Yeah. yes.
1: Yeah, I rather him than Rex Ryan. What do oh, you guys think? About God,
5: him? no, Rex
1: Ryan. <laughs> what do you think, Cindy?
6: I
5: don't know. know. Oh no. Rex Ryan. We don't need any (laughs) controversial like bullshit. I'll tell you the thing about like, you know, San Francisco is the players are the ones that made that controversial. Harbaugh never
1: did. That's true.
5: (laughs) You know, I think he's clean cut, he's a good guy and he'd probably slot right in and maybe be a better leader and motivator because we talked about motivation. Like I think these guys need to be led. They need to have some motivation and like you know the the somebody to build their confidence, yeah. So that they know they can do it, yeah. yeah just... There's a lot to
6: be said about about building the confidence, maintaining the confidence. It's yeah. it's just been shot. I feel like it's you know the chemistry is just screwed up. It is. It's it's not the they not its they not they are jiving sometimes
1: mm-hmm. but
6: if you've got chemistry that stuff needs to be consistent
1: it does and we that's our biggest issue this year there's no consistency that's going on we that's why all the fans are like we don't know what Falcons we're going uh, are going show up each game and that's not you know that's not a good winning recipe when you are like I don't know if, you know what team is coming this is from your home base so you can't make it to a Super Bowl. With a team like that,
5: with a no, and I mean also yeah. we'll just yeah. end of
1: game. make yeah. it to the
5: playoffs. playoffs? I mean just give us a viable chance to get in the playoffs, and it's kind of right. like they've been stressing us out, you know, the past two seasons. Yeah, with that, and honestly, I mean, it started at the end of last season and some luck. I mean, the sorry, three seasons ago. Luck went our way mm-hmm. in the uh, twenty twelve season. Yeah. We obviously we were thirteen and three, right. you know. But I mean we eked out like the first playoff win. We did. And then we totally the you know, the NFC championship was ours to lose <laughs> and we did lose it. Glory days. <laughs>
6: But if, if those are our glory days Boy, that we, age. you
5: know, sufficiently just kind of lost the NFC Championship when we had like a three touchdown lead. Oh, god! The problem started then, yeah. you know. So I think people need to go all the way back and figure out what was happening. Well, then. a lot of so. people.
1: Uh, well, a lot of critics would say that it's always been there, but now all that is is exposed now. You know, we let go of a lot of key players, so our weaknesses are exposed, and all the different teams and coaching stats are taking advantage of that.
5: Well, absolutely, because I've told you about this many Mm -hmm. times. It's like, we let the center go, Yeah. you know, he retired, and it's like, um, if no one realizes that that's one of the most important people on the offense... You know, mm-hmm. you got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I think he did a lot. I mean, I think he was a key player in that entire season, right. and there were other people that were too, and they were let go in right. favor of rookies or whatever that were coming on. And yeah. they're bad personnel decisions. So,
1: you know. Well, what do you guys think about our next game against the court, the Cardinals? Where well, Abraham's not; he's injured.
6: But they have a nine-in-one,
5: right? Yeah. I actually think we're going to win that game. You think we're going to win I it, Rama? I think Roma? we're going to win because so, we're <laughs> so silly, like, we'll not win the games we're supposed to well, you win. Know what? Yeah. You're right.
1: We are silly. We
5: are, we are silly. silly. And we're, silly. for some reason, we're going to win that game handily. I'm just putting it out there right now.
1: <laughs> what you, what, what's your prediction, uh, Cindy?
6: I'm with Rama. I mean, I think we probably will. It could be a blowout, and it's one of these where you walk into a Falcons game with a question mark over your head because Mm -hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But there's always, I guess there's that shadow of doubt that it's kind of, because you don't know what's going to happen, it's, you don't know what's going to happen in the bad way.
5: Yeah. Which is the worst way. It's the worst way. (laughs) Yeah, the bad way is the worst way. But
1: what's crazy, well, my prediction is the cardinals
5: <sighs> don't say it, don't say it.
1: I predicted a victory for this game. My gut is saying that okay i I predict that we're gonna we're gonna lose, okay, against the cardinals, I don't want it, but we will
5: now, can I remind you about something yes. Peyton Manning comes into our house, and we pick him five times. Right. So, for whatever reason, when, like, the best team of the NFL is supposed to come in, we do a good job. I have no idea why, but... We do. Maybe, I mean, I couldn't believe it, because I went to that game torn. Obviously, Falcons, I wanted them to win, but I'm such a huge Peyton Manning fan I was like wow I can't wait to see him
6: play they picked him
5: five times I was (laughs) like this is really surprising (laughs) yeah and you
6: can you can feel that energy when they are on and it it's awesome yeah you know you can you can feel when they're gonna Mm -hmm. they're gonna win yeah it comes back to consistency with this it's you get the feeling oh my gosh they're kicking butt right now and then Oh my gosh, they're sucking. (laughs) Well, we just we're gonna blow
1: this game. (laughs) I
6: don't think like we
5: can't wish a good defense on them right now. Yeah, and also, I mean, we can't wish a good offense on them. I mean, the offense was good. If the offense was putting up thirty-five points a game, would we even have to worry? Yes, exactly. you know, if you have a terrible defense and you know it, then freaking work the, the offense. offense. There's right. so many weapons.
0: To yeah. me, that
5: would be easier yes. for us yes. because I feel like we're an offensively driven team anyway. We are. We so are. like,
6: and I think the O line's holding better. And yes, they
5: are, and we've always been able to put up points. And right. this
6: is this game's a
5: nice example because we weren't blown out the other way think. at least. Right. But yeah. Like, Blown out the
1: other end. <laughs> yeah, we didn't blow it out the no, other end. No, we sure
5: didn't blow it out the other end.
1: <laughs> well, all right. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, well, you know. It's this,
5: frustrating as a fan,
1: but. It know. is. It's very frustrating, but.
5: We're still temporarily right number one.
1: We are. As of right now, as of this right, podcast.
5: Right, we this. We are number
1: <laughs> one still. Uh, tomorrow night, the uh, the Saints will play. Um, who you know who they're playing? No, I them? don't
5: know who they're playing actually. Um, because the Falcons, being so sucky, don't make me pay attention to football <laughs> as much as I want to. <laughs> and I, <can laughs> I tell you, the Saints fans don't even know who
1: they're. Playing.
6: They don't even I, care yeah, either.
1: <laughs> yeah, we think we're having bad. They're
6: Baltimore Ravens.
1: We're, we're playing. They're playing the Ravens, so <laughs> okay. that could be anybody's at game. At
5: Ravens or at it's at the Saints.
6: Uh, New
1: Orleans. Yeah, well, New Orleans.
6: Wow. Super okay, well.
1: So, we have to Ravens watch are that game closely. But it's it, four and six. Oh. So...
6: Kind of the
5: same situation. Yeah. Well, the Ravens played right. the Super Bowl in the, the Superdome, and they did okay, <laughs> so we'll see.
1: Well, we'll see what happens with that, but, um, you know, I don't know.
5: It's, it's like what we all said. It's not about... Wishing for everyone else to lose. Right. It's about us winning games properly. Exactly. <laughs> so.
1: Taking a game at a time, and we didn't take this game apparently at a time. But uh, hey, you know, we're still in it, we're still number yeah. one until right. tomorrow. So tomorrow, yeah, hopefully past tomorrow. So yeah, exactly. If 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 past tomorrow we're number one, that doesn't mean we're better, but we're still in it.
5: You might get a phone call on the hotline. All right.
1: (laughs) Yes, I want you ladies to call in, and uh, keep calling in, and we we gotta support this team. Oh yeah,
5: we do. I mean, we're we're, we're the diehards we're yeah. here no matter what they do yeah, we're yeah
1: exactly a
6: paper
5: bag on our head. <laughs> no we're not gonna wear a paper bag no. I think, who's no. gonna cover
1: up this face no. we're not wearing no, a paper bag no hell no <laughs> hell no
6: we love we're our Falcons. Fal-
1: we do. We love our Falcons. We'll talk about them all day long because They're we get... We yeah, get we're a family. family. <laughs> like everyone's family. On the holidays, you just get drunk. Have a bitch day. session. Yeah. <laughs> and then you bring out all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for doing this little quick After the Game podcast.
5: Thank you. Thanks, well, Karnas. And I'm
1: going to have you guys on a full episode. So we got to work it out, but I want both of you guys on a full episode.
5: Well, we appreciate you guys. It's so entertaining <laughs> to listen to
1: you. I try to make it entertaining, so I think it's a cool thing, so thank you guys. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Rama. Cheers. Happy
6: Thanksgiving. <laughs> Holla. Peace. Time for what? out for what?
1: All right. It's been real as usual. Thanks for listening to the show. Remember, if you want to give a shout out, give us your good and bad and ugly. Give us a call here at 770-268-0555. That's 770-268-0555. And give us your good and bad and ugly, and we will put it on the show. All right. Till next time. Guys, have a good vacation. Peace.